hello and welcome to Pokesports Competitive Pokemon Podcast. I am Mike and I've swapped over to Pokemon Smile. I play with 14 te- teeth on the top. You put 14 teeth? You counted your teeth? To do- I'm Kevin. <laughs> Happy Gasly take. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So at least you remembered what day it was, though. So good for you. I- I'm pretty sure we talked about it last week. I, I have to remember Ghastly. This is this is my dude. This is what got yeah. me to master tier. Yeah, this is the uh, the next three weeks are going to be very, very Kevin centric. This is Kevin episodes, guys. Yeah. Leading Welcome. up to Gengar Day. When we hit Gengar Day, like it had better be an all unite episode. And that's the just where we lose all of our audience. There's so much respect that I have for Gengar that Gengar, I don't even play it anymore, Mm-mm. but it's still my favorite Pokemon. I got that little heart in Pokemon Unite. I still have it standing right next to me, and it's a great time. We're it's having still, so much fun together. It's still sad it's your favorite Pokemon. Yeah, and it will be there forever. It deserves to be there. It worked so hard. <laughs> it did. Thank you. Thank you, Gengar. We will remember you. Yes, uh, I did have to like physically count my teeth. I don't know this trivia offhand. So I just had to count how many teeth I had on the top. Uh, I did have my wisdom teeth removed, so I would have had 16 if evolution didn't screw me over. So. You know, that's just kind of how it goes. Sometimes Kevin's counting his teeth right now. I can see exactly. I also have 14. There we go. There we go. He did it. He did it. Uh, please, if you are in the chat and you just counted how many teeth you have on the top, please do. Uh, let me know. I, I did um, count 13 earlier and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I somehow misplaced one. What happened? <laughs> am I not I, am I not as symmetrical as I thought I once was? Uh, but yes, we do play competitive Pokemon Smile now. Um, we haven't booted up the game in a little while. I'm curious if it's still on the app store. So that's what I'm going to go and check. <laughs> Pokemon ah. Smile. Yes, it is still on the App Store. Cool. I can't install it. Uh, oops, I don't have enough space on my phone. All right. Well, putting that what, down. What is it. your phone full of? Rental oh, codes, of course. Rental codes, specifically rental codes. There's one big text file. It's about 64 gigs big. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, uh, did you know that Build-A-Bear exists? Did you know that yeah. Pokemon has been uh like doing i guess a, a combination thing a collaboration that's the word with uh build a bay for the past little while i know they had a pikachu at one point and it looks like a bear i went on the the build a bear website to to look at the pokemon collaboration and their pikachu looks like a bear build a bear pikachu you never yeah. heard of the uh you know the pikachu beware crossover Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They're in the same uh they're in the same egg group, so. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, yeah, you can you can buy a bear oh. Pikachu with a with a whole bear paw print. Um These are expensive. They're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> they're a little pricey. Uh what I found funny. So they it's all Bulbasaur. Yeah, yeah. This is ripoff, man. So each, each one of these started. each one of these are mostly like 60 to 65 dollars. Uh, you can get most of the Eevee evolution right now, as it as it looks like. You can get like uh, Flareon, Jolteon, no Vaporeon. I'm seeing. Oh wow, where's the love for Vaporeon? 
Espeon's in here. Yeah. Espeon so Umbreon. the newest additions are, are Espeon and Umbreon. But, um, it was, what's cool is each of them have their own like voice chip with, I guess the voice actors doing the English voice actors doing the, yeah, there you go. Kevin just listened to it. It's there quite strange stop uh, no there's so much i don't want <laughs> it just keeps going it does keep okay guys going. click espion that was terrifying can you make them hear that i won't i will not i will not absolutely make that hear. however however what i found funny was on the site uh you can get your flareon jolteon umbreon espion for 65 bucks and they come with like this little robe and it's cute i guess uh or you can save yourself a dollar and get an Eevee. Eevee is 64. Everything else is 65. <laughs> it costs one dollar to evolve, guys. It costs now we a dollar to evolve. Pay to win, <laughs> folks. Pay to win. A dollar can convert to... Oh, man. That's just how much the evolution stone costs. So you have to pay for the evolution That's stone. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Base price of the Pokemon is pretty steep, though. So that means five thousand polka dollars directly converts to one dollar. Now we know the conversion, folks. Yeah, we yep. did it. We've done it here. Thanks, Build a Bear. <laughs> oh, Build a Bear, Build a Bear. Your collaborations are pricey. <laughs> build a lore. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, half of that's going to like Pokemon. The other half's going to like Nintendo, and then they get like twenty cents. That's probably I what mean, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, this was posted in the Discord, where um, I believe it was Pierre. Afterward, was like. Uh, it sucks that I'm in Canada. So US only. It's not actually US only. It can ship to Canada. However, it does cost another like 25 bucks to ship to, ship that over to Canada. So not only are you paying, what is that? 25 plus 65, 90 bucks to get it to Canada. But that's in US dollars, man. You're paying like 110, 120 Canadian just to get a Flareon, dude. This is America. That's Canada. Canada. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh, it's no. it's a lot. It's a lot. But hey, if it if this will up your competitive game, please go and uh, support local businesses instead cuz I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be those somewhere. Uh Plus a rip off. <laughs> get, get in your heads, folks. You know, we haven't we haven't been talking about the uh pokemon team challenge at all of you if you remember do you remember that thing what is that yeah moving on uh pokemon legends is a thing <laughs> the pokemon team challenge was uh like card shops and stuff they had their own like local uh teams that they were making um so they would have like their local uh, in-house mm. tournaments and then they would uh pass their results over to i believe it was tpci who would then like be like okay the best people in the land from these specific places go and battle against each other uh mainly tcg i think and that's that's mostly i think why we didn't cover it um so i mean for now there will be no uh big tcg esports but we'll talk about that uh a little bit later as well um pokemon legends is is in the news today uh so, kevin you sent me something recently um oh, yeah there, there's a guy out there and i'm trying to remember his name right now do you have his name uh who basically made pokemon legends uh, and honestly i watched that video through it's avatar nick by the way ah. um 
you can find this on YouTube. The game isn't released because legal reasons. He didn't release it, but he plays it and he played it live on stream. He made it, you know, in basic bare bones form. Um, it looks really fun the way that he made it, at least. He did a lot, you know, just stealing models from the internet and making them do things and like building terrain and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's wild that a person was able to make the game before the game came out. Again, yeah. it's super bare bones, but it's so fun. Well, you can do so much off of just the just just the trailer, right? And you know, you know what's funny? Mm. And he did this, I'm pretty sure, as like a smack in Game Freak's face. He included every single Pokemon in the game. Yeah. And all he did was just download the because uh, it's all available. Like pretty much the DS has been data mined to its core. He <laughs> yeah. just downloaded all the old DS sprites and their movements and then just imported that. It's so easy. <laughs> All of it's done genius. already, guys. It is. It's genius. And this person's been making like Switch games and, and like other kinds of games for a long time now. Like he made uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and remade League of Legends and all that stuff. Like he's, he's known for remaking games. But uh, going in with Legends this time just shows how easy it is to uh, just make something at its like very bare bones right mm -hmm. like tossing in all of the pokemon you already have all the assets you can make it like even even just the effects uh there were some moments where like they were missing effects but you could tell that like if you just tossed in like a little lens flare here like catching pokemon would look really cool right now it's just like you throw a ball and then the pokemon disappears but it's like hey you just put like a puff of smoke and a puff of light and you're done mm -hmm. uh so I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to to compare this to actual Pokemon Legends when it comes out. Obviously, it's going to look much more polished and, and you know, better. One would hope um, you'd hope. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we'll we'll see where that goes. There are people saying that the, the development for that game has already finished. They're pretty much just waiting for a release and bug fixing right now. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. Um, Your dad worked for Nintendo, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Hey, Dad. Hey. You don't want to say that too loud. <laughs> hey, Dad. Give me yeah. a Game Boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if that's the case, then this is a very good opportunity to start working on Gen 9 and fix your problems, guys. <laughs> it's a pretty good opportunity. You got you some time, Game Freak? You, you got some time? You, you don't need a break. There's no, t there's no time for breaks. Mm. We got to make money. Make that money, honey. Oh, man. I mean, hey, so uh, like careful how much info you're putting out there, Game Freak, with your with your trailers and stuff. I know you want to build hype, but you better be building some pretty revolutionary stuff or else people like Avatar Nick are just going to make your game for you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Moving on uh, in single battle news. We've got some single battle news for once um, back in Sword and Shield. For those of you who are still uh, wicked into that game. Uh Next online competition for 50 BP is called Mythical Melee. Ooh. Um, in this competition, single it, it'll be a single battle, obviously, uh, 1v1, where you can only use legendary or mythical Pokemon. Okay, that sounds actually fun. Mm -hmm. So you're actually allowed to bring in mythical Pokemon for once, which is which is new. Um, I would love to see a VGC online competition where you're allowed to bring in mythical Pokemon. I think that would be really, really cool. 
Ironically, I'm mm. participating in one. Oh. Yeah. So there's um there's a gonna be I think it's September fifth. It's gonna be like an online tournament. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be played on Showdown, where you can use all the Pokemon Unite characters, and Zerora is included in that. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. So kind of, kind of mythical Pokemon. <laughs> mythical enough. You can use a <laughs> mythical Pokemon. Yeah. And a Greninja. I haven't used Greninja in like years, so that's nice too. That's fair. Tell me about this uh this tournament. So we spoke to the host of the tournament, who mm-hmm. I don't know if we're supposed to keep a secret or not, but it was Justin Time, who is another YouTube channel. Great guy, great individual. Yeah, it's going to be taking place on Showdown in the AM of September 5th. Pretty much any single Pokemon that's available in Pokemon Unite and all of their evolutionary forms mm-hmm. are going to be available in just like a VGC best of one situation. So... I got a team built for that, and I don't actually know what to do. See, the thing is, in my mind, I see, I see things like Zara or I'm like everyone's gonna play that, so I could just play Raichu and like Lightning Rod <laughs> and right. be fine. Um, that's the only really idea I have now. But at the same time, like I want to play Zara Aura. So, do I want to win or do I want to play Zara Aura? I can't decide. But a bunch of big names are also like participating in this. Um, I think Chup of EGC is participating. Oh, uh, Moxie Boosted is going to participate. So it's going to be pretty competitive. Oh. And this is like a cash prize and it's free to join. So go check it out. I think it's just in time Pokemon on Twitter or something. You could find it there. Cool. Uh, that actually got me thinking about just all of the different mythical Pokemon that you can actually use or you would be able to actually use in mm-hmm. in VGC. Just scrolling through it, I, I probably wouldn't be using Celebi, but Jirachi is absolutely a a nightmare. Uh, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, Deoxys, same kind of thing. Melmetal. Melmetal. People would absolutely be using Darkrai. Darkrai was a problem back in the day because of Smeargle. Oh yeah, <laughs> you weren't allowed to use Darkrai, but we still got Dark Voice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Shaman is more of a singles guy, but I, I could see you could probably, you know, swing some kind of combo with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arceus, I think, would just be banned always. That's not a thing. Uh, Victini, though. Ooh. Victini sounds pretty good. Victini would be very, very good. See, that's coming from singles. This is the weird part, right? Because, like, I, I'm used to using these Pokemon. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Shaman has seen a lot of use. Keldeo has seen a lot of use. Victini, uh, Jirachi is is an absolute nightmare in um never heard of him. In small gun battles. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Kevin never heard of it. Genesect <laughs> is crazy good. I got it's a scissor. So good. I'll yeah, trade exactly. you. I give you scissor, you give me Genesect. It's like that uh that meme. Yeah. The the two, you know. <laughs> No, uh, I loved using Smeargle with Dark Void. Dustin A, I should ban you for that comment, but I won't because <laughs> I got a cup in my hand. <laughs> Meloetta is is another one. Uh, that one's pretty bad, decent. right? No, actually, you can. What does you that can, do? You can get like pretty decent usage out of Meloetta. Mel- yeah, doesn't it change typing? Uh, it it do. When it's sing different, it goes, I'm a fighter now. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty like 
a hardcore UU Pokemon. Um, okay. Yeah. You could be good. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, people would... would the, the cool thing about um, the Meloetta forms is you can actually, like, run both sets on it. So you can toss on Psychic, but you can also toss on Focus Blast, and then you can just put on Hyper Voice as well, just to kind of, you know, even out the, the normal typing, because it gets normal in both of its stances, but it also gets Psychic switching over to Fighting. I don't think you should ever rely on Focus Blast as a move. Why? Misses. <laughs> focus miss, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, focus miss. <laughs> but like that's a thing with singles, right? Like that that's something that I realized in singles is that mistakes don't matter that much. No. So like you you are allowed to use focus blast and just miss. VGC, you miss. You probably lost them on. Like <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, in, in singles, you're not often Okoing things, and if you are, then you're starting to sweep the game. Um, mm-hmm. I would say most hits in in singles are at least like two hit KOs, three hit KOs, mm-hmm. um, or setting up for a for a one hit KO. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. There's a but lot yeah, less no. room. Mm-hmm. I, I would really be interested in a mythical inclusion, uh, mythical inclusion in BGC. And I mean, we, if sword and Shield's going to be out for a little while and we're not bringing in, uh, the rest of the decks for a little bit, yeah, well, maybe we can, maybe we can see a set like that. I don't know. I mean, this is the perfect opportunity. Y'all running out of options, to play Pokemon. Yeah. So you got to make some place <laughs> it's right now. You're a little, you're a little Cherum versus a Calyrex Ice. You're, you're terrified. You know, exactly. we're very hard to satisfy. Especially us, Mike. <laughs> We're hard to satisfy. Well, the remaining player base is going to be very hard to satisfy. The remaining, and I think this is the this is the point that I was trying to make last week, is the the people that you have left on Sword and Shield are not the casual players. The casual players have moved on to the next casual game. Uh, what you have left is a like insatiable group of people who want the game to be better, and that is the competitive folk. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to like really step up your game if you want people to to continue on with Pokemon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Problem is like I feel like the the, the remaining player base is so addicted they'll play anything. <laughs> like if they stuck around this far, they're in deep. <laughs> it's the only the game they're good at. They can't play another game. Kevin trying to incite the rage of the remaining Pokemon competitive. I mean, community. I'm one of them. I'm still playing. <laughs> I play often, I go to tournaments. <laughs> I'm going to more <laughs> tournaments than I've ever gone to. Yeah. Uh, James Pruner says, first time catching you guys live. Love the show. Listen every week on Spotify and have learned a lot about competitive from you guys. Thank you. I play with two Pokemon on the field. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you for playing with two Pokemon on the field. Congratulations for playing with two Pokemon on the field. Thank you for listening. Uh, appreciate that quite a bit. If y'all want to see what our faces look like and you're listening only to the podcast, check us out on YouTube. That's right. <laughs> uh and if you want to see what VGC looks like right now, we've got uh Picolytics, by the way, has has really stepped up their game. Good job, uh Griffin. Hi Griffin. Yeah. Love you, Mr. Legem. Uh is that you pronounce it? Letting him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Buckingham. Got it. <laughs> oh no. Uh he's made a uh meta report um section. And this has been around for a little bit now, but it um, shows the the 
daily meta, the daily top uh, like six Pokemon that are used. And in it, it shows their usage stats. But then underneath it, it shows those Pokemon's actual win rate. And the win rate, I realize, is something that we don't actually see too often. The win rate of or, or win rate being the idea of if you bring this Pokemon on your team, what are the chances that you're actually going to be winning this? Um, and so I wanted to talk about that a little bit, because right now we're seeing a resurgence in the ladder of one stack attacker, or as Kevin would call it, stampsa stampsa. Stacky tacky. Stampy stacka. Stooky tooky. Tooky tooky. Currently, um, Tic Tac is the number five used Pokemon with a 54% win rate. Wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. How do I see this? If you go to uh, picolytics.com and you click on meta report where it says that yeah. big shiny new button. I don't see it as number three. Am I seeing it wrong? Uh, it might have said, moved since last oh, okay. week, but right now it's sitting at like a well, actually it's top 10. It was top 10. Yeah. It was sitting at a 54% win rate and then it now has dropped to. Oh, what am I looking at here? Win rate. Yeah. Uh, it, it has dropped to about a 46. Uh, but that's the thing about these daily ones is like looking at, a tweet that he made last week where uh, stack attack is sitting at like 50, 50, whatever what was it? 54%. It's now dropped to 46, but that mm-hmm. could just mean that people are using less trick room today. Maybe tomorrow people are using a lot more of it, uh, but it's still in that, in that top 10, which is really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. Winter rate's super interesting. Now that mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. Like some of these Pokemon has ridiculously high win rates, like a Currently has a 56% win rate. Urshifu has a 55.8. Serena has a 55. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Serena's so, really good right now. So one one thing I noticed about this is just within even the top 10 Pokemon, uh, going through like top six right now, Incineroar, Rillaboom, Regilaki, Urshifu, Zacian Crown, Landorus, big surprise. Those are all Pokemon that we've seen all over the place all the time. Um, win rate has a really big uh, disparity. Like it's it's so different between win rate and usage stats. Uh, Incineroar, although it's used forty six point six percent of the time, almost one of every two games has Incineroar. The win rate is forty seven point eight. So that means that more games than not, you're losing if you bring in an Incineroar. Uh, going That's in with crazy. Rillaboom, it's the same kind of thing. Forty seven point seven today at the time of recording. Regielecki is at 56%. So that means that Regielecki players are seeing more wins than losses. And that means that they're climbing more. Urshifu, same thing, 55.8. Zacian, same thing, 49.3. That's less than half. Um, Landorus is above 50%. Stack Attack is below. Whimsicott's above. So most of these Pokemon in the top 20 are seeing somewhere between like 45 and 55 uh, percent win rate. So I don't know. I, I thought that was that was kind of an interesting thing to look at today. What do you think? If you guys are curious, what makes a Pokemon really good is if it has a very high win rate and very high usage at the same time. Yes. That means a Pokemon is broken. Um, right in now, an ideal Reggie world. Lucky. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That that's just a Pokemon that is clearly good. Um, and ironically does really well as a core 
with both Rillaboom and Incineroar. That's kind of like the the power couple. Mm-hmm. The, I guess the power thruple because you know Regilecki, Rillaboom, Incin cover each other's weaknesses very well. They have like Intimidate. They have Fake Out. They have 200 base speed. So they they kind of cover all the bases here for Series 10. Um, right. I'm like scrolling through the list and seeing some like wild outliers, like things like uh, Cinderace having a ridiculously high win rate. With a pretty average usage, Cinderace currently had a 62.5 win rate with a 2.6% usage. That means out of every 100 games, you'll see about three Cinderaces. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because 62.5 is really respectable for a Pokemon that I, I, in my brain, doesn't make sense outside of a Dynamax format. Right. 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 What does yeah. Cinderace do now? I know it gets Ally Switch and other and a bunch of other dumb moves that I guess if you want to run it as a support mod, you can. Court change. <laughs> oh, you thought you could tailwind not ah, today, sir. I live in the tailwind. <laughs> I was born in it. Molded by it. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you see some really funky things in here, uh, like Araquanid sitting at 68% win rate with 4.1% usage. So, like, I think the the idea when you see things like that and when you see things like Cinderace being so high and so lessly used um, is that when you're bringing it, you're bringing it with intent and like you have a very specific reason for bringing those Pokemon. What that reason is, honestly, I couldn't tell you for Araquanid, but that person who has or those people who who are bringing it and winning 68% of the time with it, they clearly have some kind of understanding that I don't. Honestly, I mean, taking like deeper dives into this list, Pokemon that I thought were very good have very low win rates. Yeah. Ferrothorn, 27.8% win rate. In my See, brain, Ferrothorn's a good Pokemon. And, and it's, still, <laughs> it's still very well could be. But I think because a lot of people have that in their head that it's a good Pokemon, that, that means that they're putting it on their team more. And those people who think that it's a good Pokemon aren't necessarily playing very well with it. Here's one that'll surprise you. Yes. Torkoal, 36.4% win rate. Oy. Venusaur, 40% win rate. What? Venucol, what happened, you two? See, and it's because it's, <laughs> a me- it's, it's a meme. It's a meme. It's a very, very popular team right now. And so all of the people who, who want to try and experiment with, with new teams and fun teams and popular teams are bringing that. And they're losing mm-hmm. with it because they don't necessarily know how to play it. The people who know how to play it are the ones who are seeing the much higher win rate with it. Legendary inter- cats and dogs are doing pretty good. I don't know what yes. to call them. Entei Suicune are like very high win rate, very high usage. So if you're not using those, you should definitely use them. Get them on they, your team. They're real good. Very strong. Don't do Reiku. No, uh, 5.4% <laughs> usage on Suicune with 57.6% win rate. That's, that's nuts. Oh yeah. One, it means that not a lot of people are bringing it Two, It means that, uh, it, the, when it, when it does show up, it's meta breaking. I would, I would hazard a guess that if you're seeing a high win rate with low usage, it means that that Pokemon deals with the meta in a very unique way. And if we look at back to Araquanid with 40, sorry, with a 68% win rate, you look at the top two Incineroar and Rillaboom. What can Araquanid deal with? Fire and grass specifically. (laughs) 
you got me there. <laughs> uh, real quick, I yeah. want to pour one out for for my boy Thunderous. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> Here you go. Pour one out for Thunderous, folks. Thirty percent win rate. <laughs> oh wow! They tried. Thunderous tried. It, Thunderous ain't as good as Dynamax Thunderous. Let me tell yeah. you. By the way, by the way, uh, the way that the meta is going right now, if you're if you're trying to pick up VGC and maybe get your uh, Master Ball for the month, uh, right now, my best suggestion, if you're really trying to play the meta. Sitting at a 62.1% win rate, the top core of four, thank you, Picolytics, this is amazing information here, is Incineroar, Rillaboom, uh, Regieleki, and Urshifu. Big surprise, I know. But those four specifically, not looking at Zacian Crowned, not looking at anything like that, those four specifically sitting at 62.1%. Uh, if you remove the Urshifu and you put in uh, uh, Zacian, that drops it down to a 49.2% win rate. You're losing way more often than you're winning compared to that. And you want to know what the highest top cores of four is? That's what I just said. Wait, is that the highest? No, because I see a higher one down here. There's a higher one than that? 71.4% oh, win you're rate. right. Calyrex Shadow, Tapu Lele, Urshifu, Whimsicott. And Whoa. pretty self-explanatory why that's good. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. So we're expanding force right into right into September. Oh yeah. Spooky. Okay. Seventy one point four though. That's wild. <laughs> you, you play a hundred games. You won 70, 72 of them. You want to climb the ranks? Go and do that. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Uh. Now, speaking of climbing the ranks, uh, I want to real quick pay attention to uh, something from Babiri.net because there was uh, an interesting development today, specifically. Uh, on the homepage, you're able to see the top uh, teams, the top t used teams of the day, and usually it's ranked by uh, whoever used it with the highest rating. Mm -hmm. um, and today, the top team, you already poured one out for Thunderous, so I'm going to need you to, to dry, up the, dry up the carpet because um, top team right now, there you go, has Thunderous, Urshifu, uh, Ndidi F, Dialga, Incineroar, and Amoongus. That's the top team. Where do they do damage? <laughs> Like, what, 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 do how do they win what, without I, attacking? I can <laughs> tell you where they do damage. All from Ndidi. <laughs> I guess so. All from Ndidi F. There was uh, also on Babiri.net, it shows you the most recent replay. So I watched through that. Uh, it was from user Zazur uh, using a thunderous Urshifu rapid strikes. The Urshifu is a rapid strike Urshifu. Watch Urshifu. Uh, Ndidi F. And Dialga, no, sorry, uh, Thunderous wasn't there. Amoongus was there. It was Urshifu R, NDDF, Dialga, and Amoongus. Uh, the way that that battle worked was so toxic, so yucky. <laughs> it just made me sick to my core. And maybe it was because of Amoongus, and everybody here knows how I feel about Amoongus. But um, essentially, you you led with Ndidi, and you led with 
I believe it was Dialga. Um, but then immediately swapped out the Dialga for Amoongus. And that entire game was just Indeedy expanding force and Amoongus spore. And that's all that ever happened. An Urshifu S came out at one point and Indeedy was like, okay, follow me. It just got punched. And then that thing got spored. And once that happened, it was just downhill. The Urshifu R came out close combated. Uh, the, the Urshifu S tries to protect. It can't be protected against other Urshifus. And it goes down to a close combat. It was really sad. I guess the best def the best offense is a good defense. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Guys, you want to win? Put everything to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I believe every single turn that that Among Us was up, uh, it was boring. Can we take a second to look at the number five team? And I want Mike to read out what those Pokemon are. Yeah, I got you. Number five team. Is that the one that's labeled as number 10? The number five team on Babiri right now. Uh, it, okay, because it skips from number one to number three to number seven to number nine to number ten. Why? I don't know. That's weird. Is but is that what I'm looking at? Am I talking about the Zacian, Incineroar, Regieleki, Grimmsnarl, no. Tapafini, Landorus team? No. Okay, you tell. No, you, read it. You'll up. know. It okay, you'll know when, if you saw it. You'll know it when you see it. Uh, okay. Venomoth. <laughs> huh. Drapion. Bubiri Hitmon hid Chen. this one from me. Hitmonchan. It's like, please don't do this, guys. Don't look at it. Drakevish and Galvantula. Okay, and I'm sorry. I, 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 spoke over, I spoke over you once. Uh, can you please just list those out one more time for us? <clears throat> yeah, Venomoth, Galvantula, Drapion, Driftblim, Hitmonchan, Drakevish. Huh? But so we've got three bugs, boxing gloves, Drakevish, and what's the other non bug? Driftblim. Driftblim. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I need that team. I need that team. Currently watching and look, the replay that I'm watching, they're going against another not piece of nonsense. They have a Sudowoodo, Espeon, Turtonator, Bisharp, Gastrodon, and Hitmon top. This is series 10, folks. <laughs> These are two high ranking players. <laughs> not using it. a restricted and just playing nonsense. I I love it. Three bugs, no restricted. That's wonderful. And I want to see it used in the meta. Can we can we track that person down, please? I think we have to track down Mr. Mr. Babiri.net, Mr. Kowloon. Be like, hey, your site's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, thanks. Zation is Venomoth and that Rillaboom is Drakevish. <laughs> if there is any way that we can actually like theory craft any way for us to beat a meta team with that i'm in that oh my it. gosh okay so you put everything to sleep with venomoth because that's how you win. <laughs> that's how you win that's that's just it wow okay okay well cool uh so 
I guess long story short, you can play the win rate. You can not very much not play the win rate. Uh, and if you're good enough, you're going to win. So the resources are out there. Go and go and look up some stuff for yourself. Uh, we've got one last bit of VGC news today. Um, the now, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this just a Georgia VGC tournament? Yes. Okay. That was when was that? Yesterday. Okay. Tell me the news. You clearly know more about this than I do. <laughs> so, someone from our Discord, longtime Poke Sports member. One of the most active people on the Discord decided that he he and his friend, who was also on the Discord, um, Tanner and Bazook, were going to bring locals back, which was really cool. So they were actually able to set up a tournament. Kudos to these two individuals because they're both like senior players, right? They're mm. not. And in my brain, setting up a tournament, and hosting a stream, and doing all that stuff is just like beyond my comprehension. I think if I we were if PokeSports was ever going to do that. I would put as much on it on Mike as possible. Like, hey, Mike, figure that out. I might be like, okay, <laughs> I'll be playing. Good night. <laughs> um, so kudos to them for even setting it up. They did a really good job. It was really cool because a lot of people from our Discord actually participated. A lot of people from our Discord actually, you know, got top cut, which is really awesome to see a bunch of familiar faces. Um, some people like Clover Bells actually commentated the whole event with. Uh, bazook which is really cool and we got some we don't got usage stats per se but we got top four which is really cool uh, to see what these players were bringing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so the winner of the tournament is abhay i gotta make this abhay my eyes are broken is abhay who won with a kai ogre serena incineroar incinesports um <laughs> ditto tornadus and shedinja spicy that's interesting that's a spicy team bringing two spicy mods bringing the uh ditto and the shedinja here ditto and shedinja okay i see it we got uh, second up was oh. rowan mocha who is who has won a uh bogey sports league once uh or a couple times i, I want to say maybe mm -hmm. more than once i can't even remember right now uh one with a stack attack hello a dragonite i know he's a big dragonite fan so Kudos on you for for uh, coming in second with that. Um, looks like a Calyrex S, Regieleki, Incineroar, and Rillaboom. Good Pokemon. All solid Pokemon. And then there's Padillac and Darius. Padillac, also from uh, Poke Sports Discord. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, good job for all of you guys who, who came in top four. Um, and for all the people playing. I love to see just the the you know, people getting out there and playing games again, there, there are ways of doing it safely right now, folks. So if mm -hmm. you can, if you can manage it, you know, definitely get out there. That's awesome. Absolutely. If I had the patience to drive to Georgia, I would have, but you're too far. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people the that have made some trucks. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, some people like to actually travel to go see that, uh, to go participate. I know Squido traveled from Florida all the way up to Georgia, which was really cool. Wow. Wow, that's commitment. That's dedicated. So in Canada, it's it's a little uh, like travel between provinces isn't really a thing because we're so like we have so many like so much more distance between them that like so the idea of, <laughs> of people going from like Ontario to, to like Manitoba to go in and compete is just kind of unheard of. People going from like Ontario to Alberta 
it's kind of unheard of, uh, especially not for like one weekend. You do that for like a for like a week or something like on a vacation, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I get it. No Zation and Top Cut. Good job, guys. No Zation. Hey, you did it. We're proud of you. You did it. In fact, uh, no, I was about to say there's no restricted in the fourth one, but no, that's a Uvelto right there. Uh, top four restricteds in this one were Kyogre, uh, Calyrex S, Calyrex S again, and and Uvelto. So cool. All right. Uh, and with that, let's take a little break. When we come back, we're talking more Unite stuff and a potential Pokemon TCG. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, coming back after the break. We'll see you then. That's the thing with me. Like I was trying so hard with uh, Unite to like not fall into the same League of Legends trap that I did and like try to which is learning support and being only good at that one role. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was trying to like branch out, try more uh, like, you know, offensive roles. And then I was just like, you know, screw it. I'm going to try to play a support because me and Steve were on like a lost streak. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to try playing a support and I'm going to go to Steve's lane and support Steve. Um, and honestly, it felt, I was so comfortable with it. Right. And then I was like reading the chat. They're like, oh my goodness, that, that, that crustle play or that wiggly play, wiggly, puffs, wiggly saved you. And it was wild. I'm like, yeah, someone notices I do something. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's, it's just like me. I like I, I'm good at the support role. I don't. I've always been. And welcome, welcome back to Pokey Sports, everybody. Uh, hello. <laughs> it, it, it's fun to see. Like, I think Unite is one of those games where, like, if a support player is good, you can note. You like really feel it. And a lot mm-hmm. of that was due to the fact that supports were just really, really broken and and. Uh, People like Snorlax were able to just body entire teams by by blocking all of them. They're still able to do that to to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for things like Wigglytuff, like it's easy to see when a Wigglytuff is like doing those really good rollouts and rolling out into the into the um, enemy team and like setting you up for the kills. Um, how do you play Wigglytuff? I usually go sing because that's more like reliable. Beautiful. But yeah. rollout looks like so much fun sometimes when I see other people do it. But it's so situational and you have to know angles. It's like, oof. I don't like situation. I like consistency, you know? <laughs> Kevin doesn't like doing arithmetic. No, too much math. I'd rather okay. just have AOE sing, get Kevin a charm, get a sleep. Kevin isn't trying to play geometry when he's... His brains would go tops. So Blastoise was announced. Uh, about time blasters was confirmed i should say it was always announced it, it, they weren't trying to hide it um it just wasn't in the game it will be dropping on september 1st so by the time people listen to this on wednesday it'll be here that's exciting actually i mean i'll probably save up my coins for blastoise i didn't actually end up buying blissey but maybe blastoise might be the one you know yeah I, i'm actually checking to see if they added blastoise's abilities because they showed it they won they showed it in the reveal trailer and it looks a little different from how i remember it uh playing mobily Um, oh really yeah so it has very similar movesets to to slowbro so it has like 
the same scald animation. We don't know if it's actually scald, but same scald animation has the same surf animation. Um, it's just slow, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like it, it, it gooshes water forward or it surfs on water over, you know, a certain amount of distance, but it also has a rapid spin and the rapid spin is what's interesting to me. I don't personally remember the rapid spin from mobile. And maybe that's because either nobody played with it or I didn't play with it or something like that. Or maybe it just wasn't in the game and that's what they reworked. I don't know. Did your, did you like play a lot of mobile? Was I there played, like a good sample size? I played a fair amount of mobile. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say there's probably a good 50 or so games. Oh, that's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's, it looks like it's in the game now and there is a, um, like a big circular hydro pump where Blastoise is in the middle and it does like the circle wide attack where it spins around and blasts water. Um, so that could be kind of cool. Think like if, if you're familiar with league of legends, people, uh, think Darius's, uh, spin move, but with like real big range. Um, that sounds terrifying. I think that's its unite move. Yeah. So, okay. I got, I got some, some information on it. They got water gun. Yeah. Which turns into, they got water, water gun and skull bash. Skull bash. Okay. Do you mind if I read this real quick? Okay. Oh. Water gun is ranged, shot of water, etc., etc. Does damage. Skull bash fiercely rams the opposing opponent and leaves it unable to a, to a act. So interesting. That's a dash. That already sounds better than water gun in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, if you're going defender, then that sounds better. Um, level five, it learns either hydro pump or water spout. Hydro pump is just a better water gun. Mm-hmm. And water spout spouts water towards a designated area, decreasing the movement speed of opposing Pokemon in the area effect for a short period of time. Then it has another level seven move, Slow. which is Surf, which is also a dash. Slow, bro. Yeah. Yeah, same, it looks like the exact same thing. Slow, bro. And then they have Rapid Spin that you can choose from, which is a buff. It buffs you, apparently. It doesn't say how. There's so little information on rapid spin that I think that this was a newly added move that they don't have information from. Mm, okay. Interesting. Good to know. Um, this is something I'm afraid of. Oh. Uh-oh. Hydro Typhoon spouts water to attack while spinning and throws opposing Pokemon in a large area. The user is shielded while using this move. Okay. Cool. Wait, I didn't fit. This is one more thing that scares me. Okay. Cool down. One second. No, no, that can't be right. It's that's the unite move. How's that going to be one second? No, <laughs> this is why they were having so much trouble no, releasing those this. silly people. <laughs> that's wrong. Come on, come on. Oh, I guess it, 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 it might just be, be a placeholder because technically unite moves can change depending on how many minions you kill. I could just be getting terrified for what no you, reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know, like Unite moves, the percentage will go up faster if you KO minions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I checked another website. It said percent base. Never mind. Take it all back. Okay. Cool. Cool down percent, percent base. Good to know. Good to know. Interesting. Okay. So we've got that coming in. Uh, as well, we have uh, 2.5 million pre-registrations for Pokemon Unite Mobile. 
uh, which means the Pikachu Unite license will be given to all mobile players at launch. Now, I believe we've also been confirmed that this is a crossplay game. Yes. Yes. So fair to say that if you do not have a Pikachu so far and you have the gold for it, just go and invest in a Pikachu because you know what? You're going to get that gold when they give the Pikachu for free to everybody. They always give the give the Pokemon. And if you already have the Pokemon, they give the gold value of, of the Pokemon. So you'll just get that mm-hmm. right back. Yeah, honestly, I hope we get it for Switch, too, I hope, right? Well, I mean, if there's crossplay, then you, theoretically, yes, you got it, <laughs> right. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe don't uh, take my word for that, but we'll see. Um, that's what I would do. That's what I'm probably going to do. Uh, just go and get the Pokemon regardless. And you got you got like a whole month before we actually. Before we need to get the 10 million pre-registrations, right? Also, 5 million, uh, two, not 10 million, is it 5 million? 2.5 million pre-registrations is wild. That's a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people playing mobile. Now, mobile gaming. Uh, I will say mobile MOBAs. Mobile MOBAs? Mobile MOBA? Mobile, mobile, uh, is very popular in, like, the Asia-Pacific region. So, mm-hmm. while we're probably going to see in North America and, and uh, EMEA and Europe and all those places... Um, where we're probably going to see like a big surge in mobile gaming right when it starts and then a stark decline uh, because, you know, just it we're not there yet. Um, I firmly believe that Pokemon Unite is going to become a very, very popular game in uh, Asia Pacific. If it if it's not already, yeah. I'm if sure it's it will already, be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are also downloading just so they can get the pre-registration stuff i'm one of those people oh i've already done that already. absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah if you haven't done it already you should we can all get the pikachu we all look cute together yeah so i mean good luck on on pokemon unite i i still like every week that it's still around still has me going wow this is actually happening when i see the first like official official pokemon unite tournament that's when i'm going to be like okay this game's here um depending on the registration and the player base on that i have been seeing former tos or people that are tos um tweeting about unite and wanting to set up a tournament like i know jen bamo was uh tweeting mm-hmm. something about it and she was what what when vgc was still being played i say former tos they, they're still tos but there's like no competitions right now official ones mm-hmm. um when they she she was in charge of like liberty garden and like yeah a very big new york new jersey uh, VGC league. So if she has interest in it, then I feel like tournaments will come eventually. If TOs are going to pick up on this, they're going to be like, hey, play Pokemon. Yeah. Support this. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. If anybody out there is listening to this, if anybody out there is putting together a tournament uh, and wants people who will commentate, Kevin and I are happy to commentate oh, yeah. this game. We want to be right in there uh, with with Pokemon Unite because we think that it's really going to be a successful thing. I'm going to put out a tweet on this as well. But um, mm. yeah, if you're looking for commentators for your tournament, obviously send us a, a tweet at Pokesportspod or a DM um, email at Pokesportspodcast at gmail.com. Any of that. Just reach out uh, and we'll we'll do the same. All right. Last thing. Last thing. Um, 
there's a new set. There's a new Pokemon TCG set. And we don't talk about TCG that often. It's something that we just kind of keep out of our mouths. Because you know what? For the most part, not an eSport. Um, doesn't really have a very uh, prominent online player base. Pokemon TCG Online is a shoddy experience at best. Uh, in the new packaging for Fusion Strike, uh, Pokemon TCG Online is no longer listed on the packaging. Instead, it shows that the packs will contain a code for Pokemon TCG Live. Now, no further details have been kind of given from Cerebee, but don't worry because that's where we come in. The the whole thing with, with Pokemon TCG Live, obviously we don't have any other information for it either, but if that is a new like revamp of their online system of their, of their TCG, uh, like I guess foray into digital card game spaces that could be absolutely mass, massive, 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 massive. Um, what that would probably entail is a complete overhaul of the UI of a complete overhaul in a matchmaking system because there already are very successful digital card games out there right now that they can go and pull from back when they made TCG online, it was kind of a, a wild West space. There wasn't hearthstone. There wasn't uh, a Shadowverse. There wasn't magic, the gathering online. Now there is, and they can see what a successful digital card game looks like. And so we might be finally seeing online TCG proper. That's hype. My poor, my poor wallet. Yeah. Oh no. I see I see the I see the addiction coming. TCG is is pretty fun. Uh Mike said it already. TCGO was very bad. <laughs> it was an outsourced software that was only available in North American and E West regions. Um and hasn't been updated since its release. Yeah. This is the issue. Uh, so if this is some sanctioned actual created by Game Freak Pokemon Online live thing, I'm down. Yeah. I'm here. And I think uh, they're also releasing like a TCG game. Right? Or is that something that I misinterpreted? That might be something you misinterpreted. Never but mind. TCGL. I mean, that would be cool. But Dead. TCGL. Yeah. The new thing. TCGL, exactly. Now, the the interesting thing and the, the thing that could... Um, hinder it a bit is um, if you compare like magic, the gathering arena to hearthstone hearthstone is a specifically digital card game where magic, the gathering arena is um, is based on the actual physical cards. Hearthstone is able to do a lot with its like RNG mechanics um, yeah. because you don't have any of those coin flips or anything like that. Uh, they're able to go into like the point zero zero whatever's, uh, the point XX of RNG chances, whereas Magic the Gathering Arena is unable to do that. Pokemon would kind of fall into that same category as like, we'll have to flip a coin. It will be one or two. We we cannot add in those kind of randomizations, which makes for a more linear uh, digital card game experience. Um, So it's, it's potential is kind of limited by that, but I mean, I think it could still just by name alone and the fact that people already know the game 
it could become a very playable experience. And hopefully it's not just like you put in your, your uh, cards from buying the physical packs and we'll give you cards that you can use in your game. Cause that sucks. I, I want the like grind through the game and the different modes in it. And you'll, you'll get uh, cards that you can add to your deck that you didn't necessarily have to buy with real money. Like I, I want a proper free to play experience with that. I think like a, a free to play experience for, for Pokemon TCG uh, is absolutely what people need. Cause right now there's the barrier to entry is like entirely wallet based. Oh yeah. Same for thing for like actual TCG. Yeah. You're either buying a deck or you're buying the, the cards to make a deck. Like it's, it's rough right now. And digital card games like kind of fill that void that a lot of people have. where like, I want to be good at card games, but I also don't want to spend all my money on it. People will anyway. Because, you know, when a when a new pack comes out, everybody wants to be the first to have the cards. So they won't they won't free to play it. They'll they'll buy mm. the packs and that's fine. But I, I think just like meeting them in the middle somewhere where you don't always have to be buying the cards is is super important, especially for a DCG digital card game. Let's see if they drop the ball. This becomes a <laughs> this becomes a do we trust Game Freak podcast? <laughs> well, this one isn't Game Freak. This one's Wizards of the Coast. And they, oh, okay. you know what? Do they do fair, good? They came through with magic. I believe magic is wizards. I had to stop myself there. Magic the Gathering, Wizards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the weird thing about, about Wizards of the Coast is they own both Magic the Gathering and Pokemon TCG. Um, wow. So, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we'll, we'll see if they if they understand it, if they figure it out. If they can do it, would be very nice. You made one successful card game. Do it again. Yeah. Laughs in MTG Commander. Yeah. So there have, and and to uh, the opposite of MTG's credit, I forget what that word is, to their, I don't know. What, what would one say to like, uh, to combat? What? I don't know. Whatever. Um Magic the Gathering Arena is is rather successful right now, but there have been so many iterations of, of Magic the Gathering before Magic the Gathering Arena uh, came out as a digital card game. So it's, ooh. <laughs> they didn't do great before. Let's hope that they can do uh, better now. Hey, if it's competitive, we'll talk about it. That's the thing, yes. If it's competitive, we'll talk about it. If it's not, we'll forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Focus Sports. <laughs> Wait, does Wizards of the Coast still own Pokemon? I need to figure this out. No. They didn't. Nintendo oh. gave the rights to uh of Wizards to the, uh, Wizards of the Coast to Pokemon Company International in 2003. It only was owned by uh, partially owned by by uh, uh Wizard uh, Wizards for like five years. So now they're asking them to make a game for them? No, they're they're not doing it through Wizards. Oh, never mind. Yeah. So this would just be a TPCI. Uh-oh. Oh, so no. Could be good, <laughs> could be not good, right? Could be okay, oh, could be not no. okay. Because this is, this is TPCI's chance to not... Okay, because listen, if if Wizards of the Coast were making a second game for a second 
digital card game, then it would basically just be Magic the Gathering Arena reskinned as Pokemon. However, now TPCI gets to look at what other successful digital card games have done and can make a similar experience to that. What if this is just a translation error and nothing's changed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if they're just rebranding uh, TPC? Uh, what's it called? Uh, TCGL. TCGO, yeah. TCGL. Just change the name. Oh, no. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. Glad you all got excited for nothing. Exactly. But I'm so excited. I'm un. Mike likes hearts. Unapologetically excited. I love hearts. I haven't played it in months, but honestly, I I love the idea of it. I think it's really, really great for the online community and it gives a lot of people a lot of good things to do. So, um, big ups to Hearthstone team for that. Anyway, um, that's been Poké Sports, a competitive Hearthstone podcast. Um, make sure you go and follow us on the places that you can follow us, uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Pokesports. Twitter at uh, at Pokey Sports Pod. You can check us out on Apple, uh, uh, Apple, Apple. What's it called? Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all those good places where podcasts are found. You rate and review us on there if you if you have the chance. Uh, and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Pokey Sports Podcast, where we will be doing another monthly league by the time this uh, episode comes out. A new league will have started signups. Uh, big congrats to Ken's. With a very quick win this tournament, only dropping one game in the second round. So that's uh, that was pretty sick. Nice. Uh, Ken's, I believe, is a first time winner for uh, Poke Sports Pod. Um, so, yeah, big ups to big ups to Ken's. Um, I want to give another big Patreon shout out to our uh, monthly patrons, such as Matthew H, Corey, Carlo H, Scott D, Joseph G, King Boo, Martin, Ahmed, our, uh, Greg T., Lewis J, Make It Totter, Ryan G, and so on. Uh, I want to give another big shout out to our mods, uh, Mod Lupus, Mod Pierre, Mod Tofu, as well as M Dash, who creates every single second, created every single second of every single piece of music you hear on this uh, podcast. Real good stuff. Uh, Kevin, how are you feeling going into this week? Anything uh, new coming for you? Um, nothing new, really, but I do have something to say. Um, if you guys don't actually stick around for the outro music, the outro music is by far the best piece of symphony you'll ever hear in your life. And it's so much better than the, the like center music and the intro that you don't even understand. That's fair. So stick around and listen to the outro. It's so good. Uh, those of you who only watch us live and, and have never looked at the podcast before. Uh, go and check out the podcast because that that includes uh, cool outro music. People listening to it uh, on podcasts will hear it right now. So bye, everybody. Toodaloos. <laughs>